the hour of seven having arrived, I'm going to call the meeting to order. The clerk will call the roll. Young. Young here, Audette. Audette here, Baird. Baird here, Bolling. Bolling here, Buckingham. Buckingham here, Chavla. Chavla here, Chenoweth. Chenoweth absent. Clausius. Clausius here, Danner. Danner here, DeGarmo. DeGarmo here, Downing. Downing absent. Doyle. Doyle here, Iker. Iker here, Erickson. Erickson here, Jones. Jones here, Kiefer. Kiefer here, Kilmer. Kilmer here, Canole. Canole here, Krause. Krause here, Kuhn. Kuhn absent. Levin. Levin absent. McCarville. McCarville here, Miles. Miles here, Nelson. Nelson absent. Newian Hilfiger. Newian Hilfiger here, Peters. Pete Peters here, Ratcliffe. Ratcliffe here, Rip. Rip here, Rit. Rit here, Rusk. Rusk here, Saloff. Saloff here, Shower. Shower here, Schwellenbach. Schwellenbach here, Stubbs. Stubbs here, Veldrin. Veldrin here, Wegleitner. Wegleitner here, Corrigan. Here. Corrigan here. 32 supervisors are present. Supervisors Nelson, Chenoweth, Levin, and Kuhn had indicated that they would not be able to join us this evening. Tonight, we're led in our prayer inspirational message by Supervisor Young. And all of a sudden, my screen has disappeared. Oh, there we go. Um, thank you. Thank you, Madam Chair. In a week that I mostly spent studying for finals and being depressed by U.S. and international news, I was really struggling to come up with any words that were either inspirational or prayerful. But as I thought more about yesterday's very historic vote in Congress and the many moments that led to it, one stands out to me in particular by seven people who chose to hold power to account, and in their courage, I did find something inspirational. Two months ago, seven freshmen in Congress in swing districts wrote an op-ed that spurred the inquiry and the vote that happened yesterday. While being told their actions would likely cost them votes, maybe even cost them their seats, but they decided to hold the duty to their oath of office over potential political power. Everyone who takes an oath of office swears to uphold the Constitution, preserve checks and balances, be stewards of the public trust, and our responsibility at the local level is no less important, even though our jurisdictions are so much smaller. Our duty as elected officials is to do the right thing, even when it isn't easy, and I think especially when it isn't easy, and especially when holding power to account. And I have been very thankful to be part of a cohort of elected officials that has been willing to do that. And with that, we all join you for the pledge. Pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you, Supervisor Young. Are there any um, announcements this evening? Supervisor Rip. If there's Public Works Committee had some munchies tonight for a meeting earlier, and there's, so there's cheese and crackers over here. Please, I really don't want to take it home. <laughs> there's also like three slices of sausage left, so you know, I, I'd rather it went home with you. Thank you, Supervisor. 
Further announcements? Supervisor Ritt. Thank you, Madam Chair. Um, along with Supervisor Ripp, I have a Ripp and Ritt go nicely together. So I also have a wonderful giveaway this evening. Um, as most of you know, I'm a teacher during the day. And every single year, I do some sort of a project to promote kindness with my students. Last year, some of you got roped into this already. But we had year two of our Leopold Timberwolf kindness rocks. I have a whole big bag of them here, and I will not force you to take one, but I strongly encourage you to join in the fun of spreading kindness with my students. Just come on over after the meeting. Um, anybody present is welcome to, and you take a rock. The instructions are in here, but basically you set it off on um, an adventure across the world somewhere, even inside Dane County, and then we follow it um, like all of the adventures of all of our rocks. So please join me in spreading kindness. Thank you, Supervisor Ritt. Supervisor Iker. Having trouble with the flashing. There. There we go. Thank you, Chair Corgan. And since we're doing fun announcements, I guess I'll make this announcement. So last week at the Parks Commission, Supervisor Rip. Um, asked if anyone baked with nuts, and I <laughs> always like a challenge. Um, so I have some shortbread cookies that I made with some hickory nuts that Supervisor Rip actually harvested and prepped, and they're delicious. I might be biased, <laughs> but I have them, and I'll pass them around. <laughs> Thank you, Supervisor Iker. Further announcements? Seeing none, I just want to mention the December birthdays. Um, we have Supervisor Audette, and I believe your birthday is today, isn't it? Happy birthday. And Supervisor Chenoweth, who are celebrating birthdays in December. Um, on to the, to the agenda. Under approval of payments, we have bills over $10,000 referred to the county board. Is there a motion? Moved by Miles, seconded by Young. All those in favor, or is there, are there, is there discussion on the bills? All those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and the bills are approved. Under county board minutes approval, we have the minutes of, December, of November 21st, 2019, the county board meeting, and the 29, November 21st, 2019, Committee of the Whole. Is there a motion on those minutes? Moved by McCarville, seconded by Kilmer, to approve the minutes of the Committee of the Whole and the county board meeting on November 21st. Is there, are there additions or corrections to those, um, those items? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. Opposed say no, the ayes have it, and the minutes are approved. On the consent calendar, we have items F1 to F17. Are there any requests for separation? Supervisor Wegleitner. F9. Any other requests for separation? Seeing none, we have items F1 to F8 and F10 to F17. Supervisor Stubbs, what would you like to? Um, 16. Yeah. Separated up. up I couldn't hear which one, I'm sorry. F16. Okay. Thank you. F1. Okay. So I'm going to separate out F1, F9, and F16. Any other requests for separation? Seeing none, we have F2 to F8 and F10 to F15 
and F17. I'll repeat that. We have F2 to 8, F10 to 15, and F17. On those items, what's before us is the committee's recommendation to approve. Is there discussion on any of those items? Seeing no discussion on items F2 to 8, F10 to 15, and F17, all those in favor say aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and those items are approved. On the consent calendar, F1, Resolution 287, Agreement for the Design and Construction of County Highway BB Cottage Grove Road from I-39 to I-90, I-3990 to Sprecher Road. What's before us is the Public Works and Transportation Committee's recommendation for approval. Is there discussion? Supervisor Chabla. Thank you, Madam Chair. Um, I talked to staff uh, just a few minutes ago, and I'm happy to see that this agreement includes uh, bike lane accommodations. Um, connecting the Glacial Drumlin Trail and the Capital City Trail is a really high priority thing to do, and it's going to be tricky to do that off-road. Um, there's plans to do that, to have a, a, a dedicated bike path off-road. But until that happens, I think this section of Cottage Grove Road between those two trails, we should do as much as we can to accommodate bikes on it. Uh, particularly when we go, I think, what is it, east or further away from the capital on Sprecher Road. That section is very dangerous for bikers, and it's very well-traveled, especially on the weekends. So I want to thank the committee uh, for putting in accommodations for bike lanes. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Chavla. Is there further discussion on Resolution 287? Seeing none, what's before us is the Public Works and Transportation Committee's recommendation for approval. All those in favor say aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and Resolution um, 287 is approved. Um, resolution, F, um, resolution 359, that's F9, is Resolution 359. Change Order Number 3 to the Agreement for Mead and Hunt, Inc., and Change Order Number 1 to the Agreement for Gilbane Building Company for Jail Consolidation, Architectural Engineering Design, and Construction Management Services at the Public Safety Building. What's before us is the Public Works and Transportation Committee's recommendation for approval. Is there discussion? Supervisor Weigleitner. Thank you, Madam Chair. Um, I have uh, some questions for um, the controller, I think. Um, unless, is Mead and Hunt here? Yes, they are. Okay. Um, well, first, my first question is for um, uh, Chuck Eklund. Oops. Wait a minute. Are you coming forward or? Okay. Um, thank you. When the county board um, took up and approved the um, budget amendment in June to double the the authorization for the jail, um, it, were these additional um, funds part of that total amount that was approved? Yeah, they were. Um, so the when. The new cost estimate came in and included construction cost and um, soft costs like architect architectural and engineering and construction management. And it was clear with the scope of the project change that the fees to Mead and Hunt and Gilbane would need to increase. That was known at that time. 
So there's not going to be, we're not going to have to borrow more money later because this was already anticipated in that additional funding. At this point, to the best of my knowledge, correct, yes. Okay. Um, thank you. That's a question for you. Um, and then I have a question, um, I guess, if Mead and Hunt and Gilbain can come up. I'm looking at page 20. Do you have the presentation that was presented to Public Works accessible to you? Um, Supervisor Rip has Supervisor it. Rip has it. Which page, ma'am? Number 20 is the cost comparison. It says current revised additional fees. This one? <laughs> if it's page 20, that's it. Um, the top says cost comparison change order number three. Correct. Um, I'm wondering, can you, so this is for a supervisor. This is an attachment. It should be in your, um, in Legistar. Um, can you walk us through what <laughs> what these costs are? Because it was not super obvious to me how we got to the totals at at the bottom um, and can you just summarize what we're looking at on this page please sure David could you introduce yourself so oh, the absolutely. board knows again my name is David Wade principal at Mead and Hunt so I've got with me Chris Harp our project manager on the project for Mead and Hunt and Mark Manning from Gilbane and so uh, what we tried to do is break this down into a chart that would make sense. So the, the under where it says current, that was under the current project. That was the original construction cost estimate for the project. Again, there's construction costs, and then the soft costs when they're added to that is project costs, and that's your total. Okay, so that column currently, so that uh, 50 million was the uh, construction cost estimate. And then our fee was the $4 million at that time. Uh, FF&E is furniture, fixtures, and equipment. Um, and then AE fixed costs on, on that, there's time and, and money needed to decipher what that FF&E is. And then we had a cost estimating consultant. And then you remember change orders number one and number two. And the county wanted us to include that on the cost. So that current column, the total cost of the the fees at that time were 4.8 million. So then with the new South Tower Edition project, then we have that, what the costs were when that project came into place under the revised. So the construction cost estimate was 115.6 million. And then the basic A&E services were 10.3. Again, your FF&E, if you got a larger building, go up. Uh, and again, with the, the fees associated with that FF&E. And then we needed to add some other consultants on to the, on the team because it was a much different project. And uh, uh, if you have questions about that, we can explain those. And again, those change orders were added into the total. So total fee on the project then um, was the 11.7. And again, uh, as Mr. Hickland mentioned, those fees were already in the 148 million that was approved. 
So those were in that soft costs that was already approved. So there's no additional fees that need to be approved tonight. And would this include on this page then all um, of the additions in both contract or both change orders this is just in the a, resolution? This would be just for Mead and Hunts. Okay. Yeah. Maybe that's why it's confusing. Is there another slide that talks about the, that's where we get into the staffing, right? Um, or the, not the staffing, but the um, construction managers. That's where you're talking about the additional people that need to be on site. I think it's at the very end. Yeah, because these are two separate contracts, uh, I mean, how it would be contracted to the county separate contract, the CM would be contracted, so that's why it's different. So can you tell us what what's required additionally? Summarize what's, it's, it, it, there's a lot of small print in that. Yeah. Uh, can you I just quickly summarize the, the changes, the additional the, the staff needed? The changes um, uh, boil down to the, the amount of staffing required for the magnitude of the project and the duration of the project. Um, simply put, it, it will be the extra manpower and resources needed to manage the project throughout a uh, longer duration. 27 months versus uh, 13 and a half um, for uh, pre-construction and then 25 months of construction under the original contract and 42 months um, for the, the uh, revised project. It, it says um, that originally there'd be one person on site and this change order would have three people on Correct. site. Is that um, kind of a standard, is there? It, the, there's not a standard, it, it really, it's the magnitude of the project, the, the scope of the work and involvement um, that dictate the, the staffing requirements. But this is a pretty significant project. Um, a lot of real estate to cover um, uh, there's a lot of detailed work that has to be reviewed throughout the construction project and, and um, submittals that need to be reviewed and released timely. Okay, thank you. And then I, I have more questions for Meet and Hunt. Yeah. Um, with, I mean, there's some, you know, new big building, new drawings, new studies. Um, what's in the contract in terms of um, engagement or oversight in that process? I mean, you know, when, and maybe this is better uh, directed to staff, but if you can answer that question, um, let me know, I guess. Is there anything in there? Will you be coming back to any committee to, to present that information or um, just talking with Sheriff's office or? Yeah, we have, uh, 
in the contract meeting scheduled to meet with the um, what was it called the committee project review committee project review committee which is public um, PP&J along with some community members that were selected okay and so we've got a couple more meetings scheduled to review we've had one meeting recently uh, went very well I think uh, most people were very happy with what we were presenting and so we do have that along it, as far as more oversight um, Gilbane has been hired by the county as pretty much their right arm and they have oversight they don't tell us what to design but they have oversight in what we're doing along with the county and so there's there's a lot of interaction okay thank you you bet anything else that's it okay um i think i have a question for maybe it's the sheriff um <laughs> I, sheriff is here okay is this the um the committee is referencing is that the committee that was set up when the um initial uh jail funding was approved um that includes some community stakeholders yes it is okay and so um do you know how many meetings exactly are going to be scheduled these are open to the public right they're public meetings yeah. as a, a subcommittee yeah they're yeah. posted and yeah. uh, they're part of pp and j and i think we have off the top of my head i think we have three more meetings okay thank you that's all okay um so i um i guess this large change order took me off um guard a little bit in that um this is a lot of money um and when we were debating the jail in june um i heard the argument that you know really this is the same project um we're just kind of you know moving the legos around and it's going to be a different shape but the program is going to be the same and the the project is really the same and so when i see you know an additional it's obviously not the same when you look at the comparisons that are in this um presentation and when you look at the cost differentials and then when you look at we're going to have we're, we're they're doing another staffing study and there's additional input um that is is going to be gathered it strikes me that this is not the same project and this is another opportunity to um stop um a really large expensive um public works project that um cements the legacy of this county board and i would encourage you to not um just vote yes because you think this all needs to get over with um without more discussion or input or evaluation but take this opportunity to vote no um and think about what we really want to be designing for our future we recently received a study of our behavioral health system 
We are um, in the process of, you know, convening a behavioral um, health subcommittee and implementing new interventions to provide better um, access to care and thinking about recommendations to provide um, more um, accessible 24-hour crisis um, care. And this project, this plan does not incorporate that. So we should consider doing something else with all that money that was approved earlier um, this June and um, say no to this contract tonight and imagine a future that we really want where people get access to the care that they need and aren't going into jail because they're sick and aren't going into jail because they're profiled, because they're people of color, um, because they live in low-income, over-policed, over-surveilled neighborhoods. Please vote no. Thank you, Supervisor Wegleitner. Is there further discussion? Supervisor Miles. Thank you, Madam Chair. Um, I, I rise in support of, of the uh, resolution. Um, as uh, Chuck Hicklin pointed out and uh, Supervisor Wegleitner just mentioned, we looked at this issue back last summer when uh, the increased cost became known to us for the uh, site and some of the site conditions required us to reevaluate um, what we're going to do there. And we went through a whole process of looking at um, whether or not we're going to stay in that location, do a different site and so forth. And uh, after all that analysis, uh, we made a decision already. We went through this debate, made a decision uh, to proceed with uh, this this downtown site uh, with adding a tower next to the existing public safety building. We are responding to basically unknowns uh, that became known as far as challenges for the, the site conditions. Um, so the, the programming effort and so forth that doesn't change. What has changed, what has changed is uh, what we have to do to uh, uh, be able to build on that current site. And what this change order is about is basically truing up basically a contract uh, to, that is part of that decision that we made back last summer. Um, so uh, I will be voting for it. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Miles. Further discussion? Supervisor Rip. I, I too wanted to speak in favor. I'm not going to talk about the need for the jail that we've, I've heard that way too many times you know, discussed. What this is, I, I did shudder. You know, Heidi's right about one thing, the Lego thing. I shuddered over here because I, I spent over 30 years in construction. Okay, I kept my mouth shut. Um, obviously, we were going to knock it off the roof and build on a flat surface. Look at it out there, it's not a flat surface. Now you're building on pretty good incline, so you got a lot more support down below. You've got, the, now you have mechanicals you wouldn't have needed building onto the other building. You have a lot of things that have changed. The basic part of the jail that is the jail is pretty well the same thing, all the program, et cetera. It's all the other things now that we have to run into. So we made that decision to do it. This is how we have to do it. Thank you, Supervisor Rip. Further discussion? 
Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and Resolution 359 is approved. On F-16, Resolution 401, Authorizing Per Diems for Health and Human Needs Committee, Behavioral and Mental Health Subcommittee. What's before us is the Personnel and Finance Committee's recommendation for approval. Is there discussion? Supervisor Stubbs. Thank you, Madam Chair. I just wanted uh, to stand and thank uh, this body for allowing per diems for the subcommittee. I think that's really important as we talk about diversity and talk about who we could bring to this table and childcare and some of the other barriers. I do um, think that allowing these per diems uh, for community members is wonderful. So thank you with this new initiative and these dollars that would help some of our most vulnerable populations. So thank you again. Thank you. Is there further discussion? Seeing none, on Resolution 401, what's before us is the Personnel and Finance Committee recommendation for approval. All those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and Resolution 401 is approved. On H, reports on zoning petitions, we have items H1 to H10. Are there any re requests for separation? Seeing no requests for separation on items H1 to H10, which what's before us is the recommendation of the um, Zoning and Land Regulation Committee. Um, is there a discussion on H1 to H10? Seeing none, on items H1 to H10, again, what's before us is the recommendation of the Zoning and Land Regulation Committee. Um, all those in favor say aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and those items are approved. Under, under K resolutions, we have um, K1, um, Resolution 394, authorizing active consent to receive refugees G's in Dane County per Executive Order 13888, enhancing state and local involvement in resettlement. What's before us is the executive committee action, which happened this evening, recommending approval of Resolution 394. Is there discussion on Resolution 394? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and Resolution 394 is approved. Under M, items requiring a two-thirds majority for passage, we have items M1 to M5. Are there any requests for separation? Supervisor Stubbs. M2, please, Madam M2. Chair. M2. Further requests for separation. Seeing none, on items M1 and M3 to M5, um, what's before us is the committee recommendation for approval. These items do require a two-thirds majority for passage, and I'd like to have them recorded as having passed unanimously. Is there any objection to recording items M1, M3, M4, and M5 as having, as having passed unanimously? Seeing no objection, they will be so recorded. On item M2, Resolution 384, creating a new Dane County Universal Access Call Center and authorizing new positions in um, Dane County Department of Human Services, ACS Division, Division Behavioral Health. What's before us is the Health and Human Needs Committee recommendation for approval. Is there discussion on Re Resolution 384? Supervisor Stubbs. Thank you, Madam Chair. Today I rise and support a Resolution 384 
creating a new Dane County Universal Access Call Center, authorizing new positions in behavior health. Uh, this resolution uh, would authorize extension of a crisis training with the National Alliance of Mental Illness, NAMI countywide, which is very critical for some of our most vulnerable populations. In addition, the call center would create eight full-time positions, one supervisor they would staff, the call center, the call center would start in April. The hours of the call center would be at 12 noon until 8 p.m. and then 8 p.m. until 4 o'clock a.m., seven days a week. We know this is some of the most critical hours in which uh, it's very difficult to navigate our system. And so this call center creates a one-stop shop. And the reason I'm so honored to stand in support of this very important um, innovative project is because we get it here in Dane County. We create what's necessary and we create what we think is best for our constituents in Dane County. The call center would augment the available resources and serve as a one-stop shop. It does not replace, and it's really important to understand, it does not replace or eliminate any other public or private outreach being done. The call center also augments the existing crisis infrastructure as it exists through Journey and other providers. Uh, the concept of the universal access point is something that the recovery uh, coalition has been working on for over three years. This proposal directly responds to two of our seven recommendations from the PCG report that has been mentioned tonight and has been supported by the Charles Tubbs family. Uh, it's important to talk about the opportunities for partnerships across the public and private sector, in which we've talked about that in many of our projects here in Dane County, but we have to understand this is just not the only solution. This is another approach to reaching um, some of the barriers that exist in our mental health um, environment. Uh, we know firsthand that families bounce back when they have the access that they need. And so today I stand thinking very proudly, um, Executive, Executive Director Charles Tubbs and his family for all the work that they've done to share the story concerning his son uh, that we've lost. We lost uh, a really great person in this community. So thank you, Chief Tubbs. A special thank you to you, Chair Corrigan, for really allowing us to, to shadow this work uh, that the County Board, too, is passionate about. I want to thank County Executive Parisi for moving this, this information, this policy forward. The members of the Health and Human Needs Committee who listen and have a subcommittee created. This body, um, all of the providers, our private and public partners, the mental health community, those that have shared private stories. And this is what Dane County looks like when we're very inclusive. And so no one takes a win. All of us are winners when we all stand and champion really important work. So thank you very much, uh, Madam Chair, in this body, and to all that helped put the $1.5 million towards the mental health services that's necessary in Dane County. Thank you again. Thank you, Supervisor Stubbs. Further discussion on Resolution 384. Supervisor Veldrin. Thank you, Madam Chair. Um, I just wanted to echo and, and thank uh, Supervisor Stubbs for her um, discussion just now and the, and the points that she made because they're all well-founded. I just wanted to bring the, the body into to the testimony at Health and Human Needs for just for a moment. It was some of the most moving testimony that we've had um, in almost any of our issues. 
there were people that were opening their hearts to us, talking about suicide, talking about frustrations with the mental health system. So it was, it was obvious to us and um, all of us and, and Super, Supervisor Stubbs is um, picturing, uh, excuse me, um, how it's gonna look and it, we felt that and it was powerful in there. The whole Tubbs family was there, many others, and it was, there were, there were wet eyes. There were a lot of people that were really taking this in. So I just wanted to thank um, you, Madam Chair, and, and all that were behind this, because I think it, obviously we know it's important, but just to see those families come before us and bear their souls was just, it was really point, it was poignant, it was moving. Um, and so we know that this is the right thing that we will do towards mental health. So thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Veldron. Further, further discussions? Supervisor Stubbs. Forgive me, Madam Chair, but there are two people that I failed to thank, and I want to thank Director Tessman uh, with her work that she's done, and Todd Campbell for the work that they've done in that entire department of our human services, so thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Stubbs. Further discussion on Resolution 384? Seeing none, none what, um, this is, um, a resolution that requires a two-thirds majority for passage. I'd like to record it as having passed unanimously. Is there any objection to it being so recorded? Seeing none, resolution 384 is recorded as having passed unanimously. And um, we have under such other business, we have again some of the towns adopting the um, comprehensive revision to chapter 10, so those do not require action. Um, we are um, ready for a motion to adjourn. Is there a motion to adjourn? Moved by Miles, seconded by Ritt. All those in favor say aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and we are adjourned. Thank you. See you next.